verse up again that we had uh, earlier, the verses that we had earlier. Uh, that's fine, that'll be just great. Uh, this is part of the verses that we had up earlier, you know, when Jesus brought the, uh, the children to himself. And there's one particular part that I wanted us to focus on, because not only did Jesus bring children to him, he dropped a hand grenade, really, amongst those who were his uh, followers. A real bomb. He goes on to say one of the most radical statements in the whole of Scripture, actually. And it's really verse 15 where Jesus goes on to say to his disciples, Truly, I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And then he took the children in his arms and placed his hands on them and blessed them. That's actually a really radical statement. Because what he's saying is really this. There is something about being a child or being like a child that somehow sets you up and positions you to see and experience the kingdom of God like no one else can. In other words, there's something that gives Isaiah and Asher and Noah and Caitlin and Aiden the edge over you and me. Right? And if we want to experience more of God ourselves, then really what Jesus is saying is we need to be more like them. And so actually you might be thinking, why do we give so much space to praying for the children? Well, actually in Jesus' economy, in Jesus' heart, it's really important. And actually saying, unless you become more like them, you won't enter the kingdom. So there's something about them. What is it about a child that sets them up so well to open the door to the kingdom that I need to recapture as an adult? What, what is it? It's worth thinking about. And uh, over the last few days, I've been scratching my head and thinking about that. And I've come up with a couple of things, actually, that I just want to kind of just throw out there and ask you to think about. A couple of things, really, maybe as adults, that we need to recover again if we're going to truly encounter God in the way that He intends. Right? So I'm going to point out just a couple of things, two or three things about a child. Right? First thing is simply this. A child, it seems to me, and maybe you would agree with me, hasn't yet lost the ability to trust. Yeah? Notice that about little children? They just naturally believe anything their parents or grandparents say to them. You can say to Isaac that earth is flat and the moon is made of green cheese and they'll believe you. Right? In fact, it's scary sometimes how much they believe you. I've got another little band of child, actually. I've a daughter, granddaughter, uh, Tobiah Teeps. Uh, she's over two now, but when she was just under two years old, I still remember just playing a game with her as you do, playing a game. And I don't know why, but part of my game suddenly turned into teeth. I'm going to take the nose off your face. And so I reached over and twisted her nose and pulled my hand back and, and showed her her nose in my thumb and waggled it around. And I was looking at my thumb and when I looked at her and I saw her eyes as big as saucers. <laughs> and I thought, oh my word, she believes me. So I quickly uh, put the nose back on her face again and I later taught her about games. You know? and, uh, uh, but it's true, they trust you. I look at Jamie and Sam, my own sons, as they throw their kids high in the air. And those kids are just laughing because they just trust. My boys threw me into the air like that, I would not. I <laughs> and that's the truth. Little kids trust until, of course, they grow older and mix more and more with the rest of the world. Then they begin to hit disappointments and feeling let down. You know, the adverse promise this, but life gives you this. And it's that long journey of having trust sacked away from you. Over time, our ability to trust is gradually stolen.
Because when God says to you as an adult, I so love you that I gave my son to die for you. And will you now entrust your life to me? Our default setting often is, why should I trust? How can I trust? What's the catch? And we're hounded by doubts and cynicism, and we're on our guard. And we miss out, and we quietly close the door on the possibility either that there is a God, or if he is there, that he has more for us. That's what a lack of trust does. So, so that's the first advantage a little child has over our family. We've lost their ability to trust. And that's something that we may need to get back and recover again. That's the first thing. Second thing is simply this. I wonder if you agree with me. A little child has just a lovely humility about them. Haven't they? They haven't learned to put a mask up yet. Isn't that true? Or feel the need to keep appearances up. Or the need to present an image. Or the need to impress. A little child doesn't have that. Little kids, they just express exactly how they feel when they feel it. Right? As you know as parents. So if your child does not like the food, then they will simply say no. Or they'll show you through their face that they don't like it. Or they'll simply spit it into your hand. And as a grandfather, I've had that experience a few times now. Oh, thank you. It's what they do. It's what they do. They're so transparent. Or, or if they're tired and grumpy and fed up, they don't try and hide it in order to impress. So they roll around on the ground and they cry. <laughs> and actually, sitting as adults, we wouldn't mind doing that. Be <laughs> but we can't. We're not allowed to. In fact, to be honest, my theory is this. Kids do what I often feel like. I mean, sometimes I like to be more and more like the person I want to show you on this YouTube clip. Maybe could you just put the lights up at the back so we can see? Is that possible? I want to just show you a two-minute clip of what it means to be a parent and like to be a child.
And we can't end up by being quite, actually we end up being quite proud and independent. And that's the problem when it comes to God because of course he can only, as it were, come to those who are not afraid to admit that they need him. He only comes to people who are not afraid to say, I can't do life on my own. I can't sort out my relationships or my addiction or my emptiness. I can't find purpose or peace. I need you to save me from myself and from the world without you. If we can't honestly come to God on that basis, we leave no room for him to come in and reveal himself. And so often I think it's our independence and pride that gets in the way. And of course the fact is this, the truth is we all desperately need God. Oh, you do. You need him. We can't find life and meaning without him. It is God who created us and he made us for an eternity with him. And we'll never find true peace until we come to him. That's the truth. That's the reality. We are in desperate need of God. Just look at the world around you. It's in desperate, desperate need. That's the second thing. Third thing about children is simply this last thing is this. And this sounds embarrassingly simple, but I know it's important. It's this. Little kids are just so good at taking full advantage of being kids. Don't know. <coughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, they don't tend to hesitate or hold back. They, they expect to be loved from the very first day because they've had an experience of nothing else besides. So they expect you to love them. Little kids, they expect to have your full attention. They expect you to drop everything for them. Right? They don't hesitate to climb up on your knee. And they don't hesitate to barge in and start talking, even when you're trying to talk to someone else. They just barge in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they just barge in. And of course, that's why you need to teach them to behave. But the point is, they expect it. They expect your love and attention, and they take advantage of it whenever they can. Whenever I walk into a room and Isaac's there, Isaiah's there, the first thing he does is smile at me, and then he says, come, come, come. And it's like, Isaac, I've got other things to do. He goes, come, come, come. <laughs> he always gets his way. That's what he does. He expects it. Now, the thing is, when it comes to God's kingdom, look, the nature of it is, is, is yes, king and servants. True. But more than that, it's about father and children. Father and children. That's how it operates. To repeat, one of my favorite quotes is this, is that the whole purpose of Jesus' ministry is to bring us to the house of his father. That's why Jesus came. He came not just to save us from our sins, but to bring us into a relationship where God is truly father. That's the nature of the kingdom. That's how it works. He's the father whose arms are permanently open to embrace us. That's his stance. And we are the child who's called to take full advantage of the father's love. That's what he sent his son for. That's the way the kingdom works. It's a household and a family. But I put it to you, the problem we have so often is that many of us have simply lost the ability to be a child anymore. Because for many of us have grown up without a knowledge of God, and we've simply grown up, and we've had to work hard to be adults. And so when God is saying, look, look, allow me to be a father to you, be my child, we're just thinking, but we had to be adults to survive. 
Our response is, sure, sure, but I've got work to do. I've got plates to spill. I've got people to impress. I've got bills to pay. I've got a career to hold down. I've got a house to maintain. I've got demands to fulfill. I have to become someone. I need to work hard. And so we lose the ability to be as a child and we turn away. But look, look, in answer to that, just as we begin to draw to a, a close to this talk at least, I want to just say to you this. I want to say this. It's amazing, isn't it, how the older you get on the outside, there's a part of you on the inside that doesn't age. Isn't that true? I mean, I'm in my 50s now on the outside, but on the inside, I'm in my 20s. <laughs> Anybody else think that? No, I'm
And my invitation to you is, come, why hold back? Why carry on living as an orphan if that is needed? Come into the family. For our part, as Jesus said, we need to listen seriously to what he said. Jesus said, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter. In other words, let's come again to God with the trust of the child. That will be my challenge to you. Come again to him with the trust of a child. And let's come with the humility of a child. Don't hide from God. Don't pretend you have it all together. I know you look very competent on the outside, but I know and you know that on the inside you're battling with huge issues that are beyond the control. They're living for you. And we're living in a world of sin. And let's come knowing that he is a father who delights to gather us in as his dear Amen. 